So I have decided to call you a fortune teller because I'm pretty sure that a bunch of the things that we'll be talking about later in this episode, you predicted. I don't know if I predicted Savoy Theatre though. No, but you did predict two of the things that I'm going to talk about. Okay, go on. Uh, so obviously there are the two revivals that we spoke about a few episodes ago. You're like, oh, I think they both could work really well on West End. And lo and behold, and if the casting, they haven't announced the casting yet. But anyways. If oh that... my God, I should message her. Exactly. Anyways. Oh Hello, Kaede. Hi, Craig. Welcome to Dream Girls. Where your dream worlds, boys, will make you happy. I'm a bit deaf in my ear, so that could have been out of tune. I don't know. I mean, it actually wasn't true, to be fair. Okay. Well, that Like C-sharp major, but... Okay, yeah, I got perfect match. Anyway, shut. So what was I right about? I know I'm right about lots of things. I mean, you were right about the fact that they were going to be having Mean Girls coming to the West End. And, and what was the other thing? Um, Some Like It Hot. They're going to be having it, I think, coming out in the same year. Well, no. Mean Girls is supposed to be coming out in 2024. And Some Like It Hot is going to be coming out in 2025. But that is still, like, in the more earlier production. And you predicted both of those, like, a couple of episodes ago. Oh, yeah, because Some Like It Hot is on has let's be bad yes and that of course but they're gonna do it in the barbican or something stupid like that i really hope they don't look i love the barbican as a venue but at the same time no i want it to have an actual proper theater like no no offense to the barbican but still yeah well i'm so excited for being girls so am i but the movie but there is a movie of the musical coming out Mm -hmm. which is also being produced by tina fey correct yeah, she's involved. Yes. I think I think she's still playing the same character. Mm-hmm. And it's got um Renee Rapp in it. Ooh. Playing Regina George. Mm-hmm. And obviously the Mean Girls um in the West End mm-hmm. has to have my girl Georgia Gagin or Gagan in it. Like, I'm so sorry. Like she needs to be in it. Like, honestly. You are gonna message her after this, right? I will message her after this because <laughs> She deserves. She actually deserves. She she deserves everything. She deserves all the roles, but that role specifically, like she has the look and she has the voice. Do you know how rare that is? Mm-hmm. Like to have the look and the voice. Mm-hmm. Sorry, my foot is currently ca- tangled in the mic, and I'm trying my. Why is it to... tangled in the mic? I don't know. It's not tangled. There it was. That's because I untangled it whilst I was trying to like. Let at last I see the light. So today's episode, what are we going to be talking about? Um. So we both went to go see a show. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about um a movie musical as well. Mm-hmm. And then we'll be talking a little bit about like, you know, some revivals and some potential controversy and also my views on Disney Live remakes. But before we get to all of that, Operation Mincemeat. Operation Mincemeat. So Operation Mincemeat was in the Southwark Playhouse um, prior to it doing a Western transfer earlier this year. Mm-hmm. and it has gotten a bunch of five-star reviews i think it's won a couple of awards i realized that the 64 five stars i thought that was referring to awards no that's reverse that's in reference to reviews and somehow we were able to buy 25 pound tickets yeah on our yeah. first round and i thought this was god's way of saying we need to see the show and we did see it yeah i had a good time, a good time I, I i've spoken to um 
Raphael about it about mm-hmm. about um Operation Mincemeat. Mm-hmm. Their reviews are more positive than ours. Okay, so do we want to give the audience a lowdown in terms of what Operation Mincemeat is, or are we just gonna be like read this? Actually, no, don't read the synopsis because I'm gonna be honest with you. The synopsis reading synopsis doesn't help, but um, to sort of summarize it, I think. The British were trying to trick the Germans during World War Two, and were trying to send all of their troops from like one place in Europe to another place in Europe, and then they were able to successfully do it by pretending that somebody had died. Um, yeah, it's a bit fucked. Yeah, it's, it's it is fucked. very fucked. But it's a true story. Yes, and they also made it into a movie back in twenty nineteen, mm-hmm. and then this is now the movie ad- no, the musical adaptation of the movie. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No. Yes, it is. No, I thought so. They, I thought that the musical was also based on elements of the movie. No, the movie is the movie. Uh huh. Musical is the musical. But I thought they got inspiration from the movie. No, because wasn't there that kind of breaking the fourth wall aspect towards the end when they were like, "You may as well make this into a movie." But now you're actually seeing this as a musical instead. No, 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 no. See, this is, you know. Craig is supposedly a scientist, and scientists are meant to, like, you know, look at evidence and do facts and everything. Mm-hmm. But Craig is just doing uselessness. <laughs> I don't, I, I actually don't understand. Okay, right. So this is based on the actual source material in terms of what actually happened. Yes. Okay. Both, uh, b- both happened independent of each other. Ah. Okay. They, they just happened, like, they both came out around the same time. Okay, then. So if they both came out around the same time in the same year, mm-hmm. no, they, well, the music musical came out a few years later, but no, no, it didn't. Let's go on Google now. Oh God! <laughs> so you look up the movie. Mm-hmm. I'll look up the musical. Okay. Yeah. Operation Mince Meat. Okay, so the musical came out in twenty twenty one. And the musical debuted. Came, debuted in 2019. Oh. Oh. I got my dates wrong, okay? I'm sorry. They, 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 they're independent of each other. So 2021 mm-hmm. was Southwark Playhouse. Uh-huh. But 2019 was New Diorama Theatre. Ah. Mm. That's probably why I got all my dates mixed up. But anyways... We saw it. Everybody in the audience seemed to love it. I was... It was fine. I Okay, I didn't hate it. Yes. That's what I would say. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. I think... Okay, so what were the good things about it? I think that if you do see the show, it's a very good example of... If you do see the show, it's a very good example of when a cast has to do everything. Because how is it that these bitches are basically going from character to character to quick chase to character? They're, they're rest. Like, the, the, like so the good thing is, like, I think the cast were phenomenal. <clears throat> some of the um, music was okay. The bad things is some of the music wasn't okay. The what? Some of the music uh, wasn't... Well, like, I... I born to follow I got to a stage where I was like, no, no, no. I think I think that song was fine. Like it, it's why okay, okay. So my review of Operation Men's Meets mm-hmm. is that it's a fringe show that made it to the West End. 
you have I have been trying to find the word to sum it up. And um that is not necessarily a bad thing but i do think when something is this is just me being an old man and an uncle and you know being stuck in my ways but i do feel like if something is going to come to the west end Mm -hmm. it needs to be elevated a bit more yeah so i think it deserves its five star reviews yeah for a fringe show yes but for west end show i wouldn't and especially with how much I think the only reason I wasn't as annoyed was because we only paid £25 for a ticket. I think that if I paid, like, you know, the full whack £90, waited four months for it to all come out and everything, I would have been disappointed. And I think for me, it's because in the same way that we said that African scoreplay, we wanted more, Operation Mince Me. I wanted less. Because, like, the first... (laughs) (laughs) The first seat, the first act... Like, they had this whole bit about Ian Fleming that just went on for too long. And I think they were trying to make a joke out of it. But the issue was, is that I was like, okay, cool, this is great. But... No, I I think it was a funny bit. It was a funny joke. But it then didn't lead to anywhere. Yeah, and and I'm okay with things not leading anywhere. So I spoke to Raphael about this as well. Mm. And they were like, well, Ian Fleming was in the war room. So, like, it makes sense. I was like, yeah, so it does make sense to include him in it. Mm. But... They just included him in it too much to the that, that the joke it... the joke stopped being funny. And it also was at the point where you're like, is Ian Fleming going to actually have a quite a substantial part? Because again, even though obviously he's based on a factual story, with it being a creative piece, they can adapt it to however they want to do. Exactly. So, But like Ian Fleming just wasn't in the story mm. anymore. And I feel like it took too long to introduce the main characters. Yeah. So it, it took... Uh, it, t- it took a while to realise who the leads were yeah. for the show, even though, like, all five of them were the leads. Oh but, but, yeah. but, 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 like, it just took too long to realise what the lead characters mm. were. And I think that fucked with the pacing. I also think bit. that they tried to squeeze in too much information all in that first act. So I think that, especially, because generally speaking, I've actually gone, if I go to a show, I actually like to read up the synopsis before I do it. And reading that synopsis, and yes, going to my scientific background, that was hard. A Wikipedia page should not be hard to read. It was a lot of information to take in. And so I think because of that, I kind of was like, okay, cool, what is actually going on? And so yeah, it just went on. It dragged out a lot. Yeah. But I, but, but I, I still, I still think the storyline was good. Yeah. But the storyline is based on a true story. I, yeah. I, I do think it was interesting. I think they, you, I think, even though some of the music may not necessarily be to my taste, mm. it, it fulfilled the... its purpose and mm. it fitted the general theme of the show. Yeah. So that was so that was okay. One thing I this is just like a, another taste thing. Mm. I am so fucking sick of rapping in shows. Like it was giving me a white a whited up version of Hamilton, but worse. Yeah, but it's like but it's the same but like it's the same thing with like you know six. Yeah, I don't like six the musical, and I know that musical theater fans will probably want to shoot me for saying I don't like six, but I just don't like six. But it's, here's the thing, I'd say. I I. I like it's mm. yeah but it was given that 
in terms of like the music is giving that vibe and i'm mm. not sure i am a fan of this new era in musical theater with mm. music like that because quite a few shows do have like similar type of songs i also think as well that it didn't really fit the theme with hamilton you can kind of go okay it kind of fitted the direction that they were going into whereas with this i felt like it was very out of place and so for me i wasn't really able to fully immerse into the whole kind of plot with the rapping to be quite frank yeah because I, I, I would agree because I, I would say like when the show first started i can't remember the songs to be honest because i haven't listened to it again mm. but when the show first started i thought oh it's quite clever what they're doing they're using the style of music of that era yeah so when you just like when, when they just bring the rapping stuff up it, randomly it in the middle just came out of nowhere and i'm like oh okay <laughs> This, this this is what we're doing now oh, and i thought it was just gonna only be the once but no it was throughout the entire show and that yeah. for me was just kind of like and i am just not into that six the musical vibe it's, no. not, it's not for me it's not a bit of may the one thing may. i do want to commend were some of the individual performances so i think dear bill which was played by hester who was like um how would you describe hester's character she was sort of like the head honcho I described her as. Oh, yeah, the head I, receptionist lady. Yeah, I thought that her performance was phenomenal. And I'm going to be very outrightly to say that because I think that she carried that show to a really good standard. And I could see that if they were to bring a revival of like something like A Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder, the actor in that would have fitted very well into a show of that very similar nature where, of course, it's like, you know, you've got one person playing eight parts kind of thing. Yeah, and I feel like when men mm. play women characters, yeah, it can quite very, very easily slip into, a, like, a gross caricature yeah. that isn't very interesting, very, very savvy. And obviously, they did do the like some bits were a bit like yeah because you know, they did it when they had all like the kind of receptionists and it was kind of like that was a very caricature but thankfully but, that but, was... uh, but like they but it, they still were still able to like remain grounded and yeah. give the emotional gravitas yes like i literally was just like i am feeling emotion. also you know how the last episode you mentioned that you're no longer a sop because you've aged i'm yeah. pretty sure that that guy is older than you and he had a higher rent than you did okay yeah is that supposed um that some just... some people are paid to perform am i being paid please okay. <laughs> why, why should i maintain my voice hey please? hey 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 once a casting director comes out and decides to call you for the kelly carlton musical which we're still going to be like you know manifesting then you can start getting your soft range back i think i will do um i'll be the principal soloist in my life would suck without you yes that can be end of act one mm -hmm. number where i'm just gonna like but i want to marry you girl my life would suck without let's get get those vocals prepared carson director will definitely be out for you i'll be drinking olive oil every day and mm. locate those vocals no dairy exactly mm -hmm. i didn't eat dairy anyway apart from cheese Anyway, yes. now let's talk about our movie. Yes, like, so I mean, hold on, before we go, did, what did we end up giving it as a score in the end? So you gave it a 7, I gave it a 6. And then I dropped it to a 6.5. Yeah. Because I said that the casting and the cast chemistry is really strong. Everything around it 
let it down in my mind. Like, I on, honestly, if I saw this show at Fringe, it would have been a 10 out of 10, five star. Mm. But because I saw it in the West End mm. and certain bits of it just weren't elevated enough to warrant West End money. Yeah. I need to... Scale it accordingly. Scale it back. I do think, though, that if you do want to get the £25 tickets, they have, like, a lottery every two weeks or something. We won it the first time round. Um, I'm not saying that you'll be as lucky to win these tickets. But um, it's just that some of us are God's chosen people. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't think God loves you guys as much as he loves us. Great. So, yeah, so that is our review of Operation Mintmate. Was it better than Oklahoma? Yes. <laughs> Definitely better than Oklahoma. <laughs> I mean, for starters, you didn't say it was a choice. No, I just think I, I just think choices were made in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah. Cool. So now that we've gone from something that was a bit that was fine, let's talk about our movie musical, which was Greatest Days or Great Greatest Day. A duke a jukebox musical based on Take That. And I remember seeing the advert in cinemas for this. And the only way to say it is that all the old white women in the crowd were like screaming at one point and I literally was just like, have I missed something? I I I think um it had potential. <laughs> it had a lot of potential. It had a lot of potential. And instead I I don't actually remember what happened at the end because mm-hmm. I didn't watch I only watched to like you know the bit where there's the wedding at the end? I stopped there. I was like, I can't do this Well, nothing anymore. much happens after that. Okay, right. So to kind of summarise the plot, there's a person called Rachel. She's a big Take back, take That fan. No, she's a, a a fan of the band. They're just called The Band. They're the Band. They're, they're not called Take That. Oh, they fo- yes. Um, The Boys, as she keeps referring yeah, the to. The Boys. Yeah. And, like, she has some old school friends. And she's married to some guy called, not Bill, Jeff? Jeff? Oh, no, she's not married yet. Like, her not being married is, like, a huge plot point. Yeah. And then she then goes to Athens with some of the friends that she went to with school. And then there's a bit of a fight because reasons. Like, that's the problem. The plot is very um, shallow. Uh, I would say... For a jukebox musical, the plot was the plot. I know. I thought this is what this is what this is what I mean by like it had potential. The plot, uh, I f- so the plot is is basically a story about a woman who lost contact with her childhood friends because of a huge traumatic thing that happened mm. when they were children, and um, her winning tickets to go see this boy band that they were all fans of when they were younger. Mm. Um, is what like kind of like sparks their reunion and get them to getting them to reconnect. Mm-hmm. And I think the basic storyline, I think it's sweet. I, I, I and I think it's cute. Yeah. And and I and I think it had, and I don't think this was ever going to be an Oscar winning piece thing. But it had the potential. I also don't to think... be very very cute and very heartwarming. I also think as well that. 
maybe my views on jukebox musicals are at a slightly higher like level because of the, like i really like shows like mamma mia for example mm. so i kind of went into there with a bit of hope no 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 so i i think there is like i think it had potential i i mm. i disagree with you and i don't think the storyline was bad i'm not saying the storyline was bad i'm just saying that the execution was bad Okay, because we were talking about the storyline and you said it was bad, so I thought you were talking about oh. it being bad. So. No, 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 no. Okay, so the storyline was cute. Like, it had potential. Yes. Um. And to talk about the music, I thought the music was good. Because mm-hmm. obviously it's Take That. Yes. I like I like Take That. I like Take That songs. Mm-hmm. Um... Oh, <laughs> I'm laughing because like the only the only way to describe this is that if this was like a food group, it would be like plain chicken, <laughs> plain chicken that was seasoned with a little bit of garlic, and people called it spicy. So, I think okay. You know how we've spoken about difference, like um, movie musicals throughout, mm-hmm. and we talk about you know the directors making a decision mm-hmm. about what this movie is going to be and what is going to happen. Mm-hmm. So I first, when I first started, because I, I actually didn't read anything about this mm, same. movie at all. When I first started watching it, I was expecting um, all the characters to be singing. Mm. But they didn't. Mm. And the songs were in the mind of Rachel. Um, I think the 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 nurse lady. Yeah. Was all, all in the mind and her just in, like relating everything that is happening in her life to the songs that the band have done. Yeah. So I was like, all right, cool. That's the world I'm in right now. Mm-hmm. You're in her mind. Right. Mm-hmm. And then out of nowhere, <laughs> when they're in Greece... The people in public are singing. That's what I thought. Like and singing badly as well, and then the 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 um when they're showing them as younger kids, the kids singing the too. kids the kids are singing too. So I'm like, what? How shway? Like which one is it? Are we in her mind? Are we in reality? Are we in the kids' minds? Like do you know what I mean? Uh, like, and the thing is, I can imagine this working quite well on stage. Well, it was a stage show. It what? So. Which brings me to my next point, you know, so if you compare Chicago, mm-hmm. the stage show and Chicago, the movie, they are two completely, two completely different things. Yes. And do you know why they're completely different things? Because the director made a decision mm-hmm. about what stories they're going to tell and how they're going to tell the story yeah. rather than just doing copy and paste. So like, for example, the um, stage show to like the movie. They, so like they had it coming in like the stage version is kind of like a weirdly dark comedy kind of piece whereas the one in the movie is very sort of like sultry and so so forth and you could tell that they made the decision and i think this goes back to a conversation that we had a few weeks ago about when they did everyone was talking about jamie how they made the movie its own distinct piece in comparison to the stage version this one 
I got a feeling, and again, I've not read really much into this. So again, because I was like, I'm bored. I can't be asked to do research on this. I have a feeling that the stage version. Good science. Good science. Yes, I know. I know. Doctor. <laughs> um, I have a feeling that the stage version and this movie version, they basically try to just do a copy and it hasn't translated very well. Because I, so the the things that this movie had going for it is the fact that it's music by Take That. Yes. And I can imagine this being an absolute stellar show on the West End because you're literally going to go watch a Take That show mm-hmm. with a loose storyline mm-hmm. in the background. Mm-hmm. So I can imagine the five boys being like center stage, yeah. like performing all the different Take That numbers. Mm-hmm. And that is what is and, and that is what is selling the show. Yeah. Like people are enjoying enjoying the take that performances. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, you can't copy and paste that onto a movie screen mm. unless you are going to lean all the way into to take that nostalgia mm. both full like both full music video full and just 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 go all in mm. but we ended up in this weird place where they performed some of the take that songs not as well as take that they didn't have a cameo from any of them they did yeah so um when they get on the way to the theater um gary barlow and jason orange and mark yeah they're in they're on the train playing the guitar mm, okay and they're singing mm-hmm. but that, that that was only take that cameo which is fine whatever yeah. but it's, it's just the facts that like the the music just didn't pop as much as it should have mm. the music sequences didn't pop as much as they could have mm. And it's just kind of like they took the stage show and as they were like, oh, okay, um, where can we do this scene? Let's do this scene in a caravan park. Let's do this scene in uh, in a fountain. Let's do this scene in a blah, blah, blah. And didn't actually think about, okay, what do I want people to feel hmm. by the end of this film? And that was the problem. I think that when you have other jukebox musicals where you come out going, I ever feel this feel good feeling or I'm like, oh, this is, I came out of this going, I haven't got an emotion attached to this entire piece. Mm. But I... then, but then even like the Mamma Mia movie, right? Mm. It's, it's a, it's a very good jukebox musical, but that's because the storyline is slightly more there, there was more happening with the storyline mm. and they made a decision even from the stage version mm. that the characters are the ones that are going to sing so they're, yeah. they're going to sing like it's a traditional musical mm. whereas this one you can quite clearly tell that in the stage version because i remember when they were doing the auditions on the tv show yeah on bbc or whatever channel that was mm they were um, auditioning for the boys yeah. to be in the band. So most of the numbers would have been been performed by the boys. As opposed to the people who are playing the main characters. Or... Exactly. And the boys are the stars of the show. They're taken front and centre. Whereas in the movie, the boys weren't the star of the show. They were just like a figment of a 
Ashling's bees um imagination. Yeah. Um Rachel, sorry. Or Rebecca. Rachel. 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 I think it's Rachel, yeah. Yeah, of, of of Rachel's mind and her just imagining her childhood. But they weren't like in the musical, they would have been the stars. Mm. No one cares about no one cares about the main characters. They're just like a side story. Yeah. Like people would have gone to see the, boys. the band perform. Yeah. I think that the only... So, the only way... as The only reason for why I can see why they had the people in Greece singing and singing badly is because... And this is the only way that this could have worked. If you had the boys only being a figure of Rachel's imagination and then you then had the people singing in Greece but they're singing really badly then that's kind of like Rachel's imagination is this really ideal here are the boys they are all doing this really great singing and even got the reality of people don't people are fans of them but they're not as great that's the only way that I think that kind of comparison could have possibly worked no it never could have worked Mm. maybe Um, in the stage version it could have like yeah but for a movie, I don't think it could have. But I, I just kind of feel like with everything, you need to suspend disbelief. Mm. And you just need to accept the world that you are in is the world that you are in. Mm. And the world that you're in has its own rules. And things just make sense in that space. Mm. And I've been watching Charmed. Like, that universe makes no sense. <laughs> like, the canon, the canon is not canon in. Mm. But it's okay. Because it's it's it's, it's, it's the charmed. World. It's, yeah. it's charmed. We're gonna we're, we're gonna let them have what they're doing. Yeah. Like do your thing. Yeah. I don't mind. But I I just I don't know the the numbers just didn't hit. Mm. It just simply did not hit. Mm. And then of course oh, I can't even remember. I was I was doing something else whilst I was watching it. And like unlike other movies where I potentially would be like you know I'm I'm working, but then actually I'm just mostly watching the movie. This case I was like. Eh? That's the only way to describe it. It was just... Eh? Yeah. Yeah. I I feel like this is one of the worst ones we've seen. 13? (laughs) Actually, no, but the thing with... Actually, no. No, 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 no. No, 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 but here's the thing with 13. It was memorable because it was bad. Mm. Like, I actually... Like, I actually remember it because of how bad of a movie it was. No, but, but I feel like, okay, 13 made sense in terms of the world because it just decided that it was like a traditional musical. Uh-huh. So I feel like that's a, it, it's, it's an easier one to pull off. Yeah. But, just, but, but because of the way this was done. Mm. Yeah. But I think, the- I think, I think what they should have done is they should have just... I feel like they had two choices. They could have either done it where... The characters were singing. The characters were singing or just the boys were singing and everything was, like, told through the boys' music videos Mm. and the boys weren't necessarily always interacting with the main characters Mm. unless, like, you know, they've just imagined themselves going into the boys' world. Mm. And I think that would have worked. Instead, we had boys singing and then we then had the kids singing at one point and then did Rachel sing at any point? They did sing so like there was a scene there was a bit towards the end where the the, the um main characters grown up were singing alongside with their 
younger counterpart. Oh yeah, that scene. That scene was okay. It was fine, but it, but it was a case of if you're going to, if you're going to do that, then you need to have brought that through the entire movie. Mm. Like what I would have done is I would have made the characters. I would have, I would have just rewritten it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't. The problem is I don't. I. I, I, I I'm my, trying to think issue, of ways to improve. I. I. I'll just. I would have. I would have just rewritten the story. So, so let's. So let's just kind of get this on record. So I didn't finish the movie because I got bored, and you finished it, but you said that your aim to fix it would be to rewrite the whole thing. Yeah. No, but it's the same thing they did with Chicago, though. Yeah. So we have talked about Chicago already, but like the Chicago stage version and and the chicago movie are two very separate two two very very different things so in the um so i and the reason i'm bringing up the chicago comparison Mm. is because in the chicago stage version it's very much just a vaudeville show Mm. with a very very loose storyline yeah throughout it the chicago movie like brings elements of the vaudeville show mm-hmm. and elements of a traditional movie musical mm-hmm. where the characters are like just singing their emotions and everything mm-hmm. but what they do is they make they made the storyline um a lot stronger yeah and the bits where the um characters are just performing a vaudeville number to the camera mm-hmm they mark it out very very clearly that, so yeah. so like for example when you think about like um billy it's, flynn's number yeah um with um roxy yeah they they do like a clear announcement that oh this is billy flynn doing a press conference yeah and then then we're able to like be like okay right We've now entered into that. We've now entered into the state production version of things. So, like Chicago, the stage show, and Chicago the movie, it's so so different. Mm. Like, so different. Like Chicago, the stage show is just lit. It's it's pretty much just single, um, solitary performances. Mm-hmm. People doing different songs. Yeah, with every tied, all tied together by a very very loose storyline. Mm. Whereas the movie takes bits out, adds bits in to make that narrative really, really strong. And I enjoy both pieces for very different reasons. Exactly. This movie I did not enjoy. So to make it, so to, so basically, yes, to improve it, I would have rewritten the entire thing like they did with Chicago. Mm-hmm. And um, if you're going, if, if we're going to do, because the numbers have been written and designed for the boy band to perform mm. then i would have done something to be like to rationalize why the boy band are performing mm. the numbers so you see like there was that bit where she was watching i think it was like top of the pops on tv yeah. you could have just gone into a 80s slash 90s filtered music video with the boys kind of going in kind of thing Exactly, yeah. and that can be like her representing and choosing to take that song, that is representing her trying to escape her to- her toxic home environment. Mm-hmm. Her parents are always arguing. Yeah, like there was like a really important scene where her mum gets in a taxi mm. and leaves the family. I don't think you noticed. <laughs> Basically, a facial reaction. 
I don't think you noticed that scene. No. Okay. Exactly. That should have been marked by a number. When did that happen? I don't remember when it happened, but her mum gets in the taxi and leaves. Ah. Yeah. But like, but then now let's compare it to like everybody's talking about Jamie. Mm. So everybody's talking about Jamie. They um they set the scene very very clearly that a, quite a few of the numbers mm. are taking place in Jamie's mind from the very first number of they don't even know it. Mm. Like it's clearly Jamie daydreaming, and then um work of art, which is like actually one of my favorite. Mm. It's from the um from the, everybody's talking about Jamie movie. Mm. Um. It's quite clearly Jamie like spiraling a little bit because mm. his teacher was being a dick. Yeah, right. And that worked because when we we we've decided that we are in Jamie's world and the way Jamie views the world, but this, like this movie, just did not did not just de- did not do the dive. You need to, you need to just dive into it mm-hmm. and own your nonsense like from the get go, and just be like yeah all the numbers are going to be performed by the boys and um this is how it's going this is how it's going to look this is how it's going to feel and it just yeah and things like they even had good take that songs as well yeah so the reception was on the review aggregator website rotten tomatoes 75 percent of the critiques reviews are positive with an average rating of 5.9 out of 10 Oh, that's not positive. See how people lie. <laughs> Men can kill, you know. Five point nine. If you got that in your maths homework, that's not positive. I'll cry. Five point nine. <laughs> oh, Gary B. Do do not let them do you dirty like this. Like, uh. I wanted somebody to actually give like an actual proper review, but that's all they have on Wikipedia. So I feel like somebody's gone on the Wikipedia and just removed all the negative comments. Like, you know, I'll give credit where credit is due. I think the lead characters, the actors and actresses, they did what they had to do. They they did. They, they, they did. worked with the material that they were given. No, but I think they also did a good job. Like. I'm biased because the actress who plays um Rachel, I'm a fan anyway. Yeah. Because she does um that thing with um Nish. Um, I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I've seen like her some of her videos. Like she's 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 a very funny woman. Um, the person who played her husband Ted or Jeff or whatever his name is. Hmm. He was also okay. All the other side characters were, they were okay. okay. Um, the younger characters, they were okay. They were okay, but they weren't beret girl. <laughs> Nobody can be beret girl. Like I need beret girl level of energy. We need beret girl back. We need beret girl back. Like I was sad when I found out that she died. Not beret girl. Oh, <laughs> not 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 beret girl. Not beret girl. Like the oh the Chinese girl in the movie. Yeah. When I found out she died, I was like, well, I kind of knew that she. So the way I, how they set it up, when obviously there was like, you know, four odd ones, and then obviously they're like, why did they split up after 25 years? I was like, she's probably died. Yeah, like, I think that... <laughs> that, that <laughs> sorry, I'm not laughing about someone dying. I'm just, I'm laughing about the fact that they tried to um, not tell us for so long. Even though, even though it a, was very, very obvious. Because there was like, you know, a screaming car, and then they said, oh, five minutes... And then there were only four of them, and I was like, "I kind of knew from like twenty minutes into the sh- into yeah, the movie that 
one of them died yeah and that's why I, maybe i think it's just because i'm a genius maybe i don't know but like <laughs> but like it was just it was it was very obvious that somebody died mm. like very very early on in the movie mm. so like it wasn't it wasn't a surprise it when wasn't it a happened. shock when I was she like, died, I just kind of went okay I was like okay cool cool so she was the one who died yeah mm. cool so we're at that point we're gonna on the count of three we're gonna give it a score out of ten um okay cool right one two three three <laughs> you you're always one higher than me <laughs> Why four? Um, Why so many numbers? No, I'm gonna review that. I'm giving. No, it no, 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 no. Give it a four. Give it a four. Stand in your truth, Craig. You keep on. You always alter reviews based on what I say. You, no, you, no, no, you do. You always alter. No, I you don't. Al- you alter. You alter a lot. It's only the last couple of ones. That's too many. Stand in your truth, okay? Stand in your wrong opinion. No, I'll say why I say four. <laughs> My reason is really bad. Because I feel like there's going to be a movie musical that we will watch on this podcast that's going to be like a whole lot worse. I don't think Dear Evan Hansen is worse. No. (laughs) (laughs) I actually don't think it's worse. No, but there is going to be a movie musical that's going to be worse and I need to have more numbers that are less than four. No, we can give zero. We (laughs) We can go into mine, we can go into negative. We can go into give me my money back, give me my time back. Uh-huh. We can write letters to the director and be like, "Yo, here's an invoice. I want my time back." Please, because you know time is money. Okay, so that's why I gave it a four. Why are you giving it a three? I gave it a three because I like take that songs. Actually, no, maybe that's why I probably gave it a four. And I thought no, actually no. No more because the rest was trash. No, actually no. The reason I think I gave it a four is because. I think that the even though the execution was poor, I could kind of see why they chose to take that song for each bit that they did. So I thought that the placement of the take that song for where it was placed within the movie kind of made sense. Man, that's not difficult. I'm so sorry. Hmm? No, it's actually not difficult. I could have done it. Like, I am. I am prepared for the day that you are on West End with your one man show, which you have written, you have produced. I have already. You know, you know, I have done things like this already on West End. Not on West End, but at university where I have created my own show. That's Dundee, love. This is actually St George's, um, (laughs) where I've created my own show Uh storyline. Looking not 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 by myself. Obviously, I had I I worked with other people. Storyline, dance numbers. Um, musical numbers as well. Solo show. It wasn't a solo show. See, no, that's what I'm saying. For you, it will be a solo show. That's what I'm. But no, we need to compare like for like, right? Mm -hmm. And I think I could have done this and done a better job. Mm -hmm. That 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 is the real tea. I feel like I could have done a better job. You know what? Maybe I should just write the Kelly Clarkson musical myself. Yeah. You know what? I will write a Kelly Clarkson musical. So in that case, we've got an average of 3.5, which I think is the lowest score we have given so far. It wasn't It wasn't a good film. It wasn't no. a good film. It I think 13 good. actually got a higher score. I don't remember what score we gave 13. I can't remember. I feel like we should do like a record of all yeah, the we should. That, yeah. yeah. Maybe we should write in the show description and so be like, why did we give this show a blah, blah, blah. 
Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Let's do that. Cool. We'll start that from like this week. Yeah. Cool. So now that we've gone through that very painful segment. Wow. It was a painful. Lovely to see you too, Craig. Not you. Like you had to suffer with the time for the fact that your time was gone and mine as well. Hmm? Well, we both had to suffer through watching that movie. Oh, right. We lost time to the movie. Right. I see. I see. I see. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, theater news. So, I'm just going to start. Mean Girls is coming to West End. I am so excited. And when are they doing casting? Um, I will find out right now. Maybe I'll um, audition to be Katie Heron. Mean Girls, West End. Uh, okay, so they announced the news 11 hours ago. Savoy Theatre, June of 2024. Uh, casting of Mean Girls has yet to be announced. Um, check back on information. I'm going to see when the casting is happening. Or if they're casting. Or if they're... They've kept it very under wraps. Because... You heard it here first. I will be playing Regina George. <laughs> Or My you're... name is Regina George, just in case you did it though. Okay, that's great, but what's the name of your girl that will actually be playing Regina George? Georgia Gagan. Exactly. She actually, so, she actually needs to play the role. Do you know so. what? If she actually is playing that role... I will cry on her behalf. Because you have been... I'm, 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 I, I am speaking it into the universe. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think that um, she is, um, so there's that. I've also seen, what other shows are coming to the West? Some Like It Hot. Yeah, Some Like It Hot is coming. So they mentioned that's coming in 2025, quite far ahead um, release date. But I suspect... I understand why, though. Why? No Shade to um the british musical theater girlies but they need to get a cast that actually could do an american accent yeah <laughs> and it needs to get a, a, a cast that can actually perform it well mm -hmm. like because it's quite a heavy dance number show so you need to also have the people who can do you need people who can sing and dance the house down you basically need a bunch of triple threats hi kaido you could audition for that. I can't tap dance, please. Hey, but hey, hey. you know, do you know who's a great triple threat on the West End right now? Who? Meryl Answer. She plays. She wow. plays. Um, Narlin Lion King. Yeah. She's a fantastic dancer. She's mm. a fantastic singer. Mm. She would do really well. Mm. I can't. The problem is, I can't think of many male musical theatre people that are triple threats who, who are active at the moment. Who can like dance the house down like that mm. like I, I i can think of loads of male musical theater people who can sing really well mm. i can sing think of some who can <laughs> I'm, we're not talking i know what you're thinking i can think of some who can dance really well who am i thinking i'm not we're not going there we're not going to disparage any performers on this podcast no no we are a positive <laughs> We're not going to do that, especially especially when um I live in London and it can be on site. I'm sorry, no. <laughs> I'm not playing this game. What when their hand basically hits you quick before <laughs> they even realize? I'll be... 
It's all Craig. Find Craig. No, don't find him, please. We haven't said any names. Who's we? I'm not thinking of anything. You don't like if they can read read your mind. I'm not involved. <laughs> um. What else? What other musical theatre news? Let's move on quickly. <laughs> so. I've heard, I don't know if it's been confirmed or not, but apparently, so you know how last week you were saying how Rachel Zolga is essentially like, got like this curse that follows her career, but apparently she's been booted out the Snow White movie? No, that's not true. Okay. Not so true. why is this all going around social media and like the news and everything? Because, like the, so, because the social media girlies don't like her, like the, the younger generation, the TikTokers, they don't like, they, they feel like she's she's arrogance and yeah yeah but i am so sorry but if i just played maria in west side story as my big screen debut i will be arrogant as well i'd be that huge peasants <laughs> keep my name out, out of, of your, your mouth, mouth okay don't ever compare yourself because that, that that is what i'd be doing i would be insufferable i'll be so insufferable that I don't. I don't even think she's done anything that bad. Like, no, you all need to relax. No, because here's the thing: you'd be worse. No, but she hasn't done anything bad. No, no, like, no. I'm not saying she's done anything bad. I'm just saying you. If that were you, you would be worse. She hasn't done anything bad. So how can I be worse? She hasn't done anything. Because you would actually be insufferable. She's just been. She's been breathing, and she's used it, and she's said things, and she hasn't been like, "Oh my god, I am so grateful to be where I am." Now, why should she do that? She's. Why should she be grateful? She's talented. Exactly. You're not as talented as she is. Keep your mouth shut. <laughs> Like I am, I am so sick of people trying to humble young women. I don't want her to be humble. Be arrogant. I've be your included. big, big, big bad self. You know, you know, big. <laughs> She's tiny. Yeah, I've also concluded as well that when people say you need to be humble, that's the worst thing that you can say to someone. Yeah, why should why should why, you why be humble? Why should somebody dim your light? Like, please let her shine. Like she said. <laughs> like she said. She that said. That was not intentional. <laughs> shine bright like a white man um <laughs> sorry um there's there, there's history behind that for the podcast yes um but i like the only thing she said so she's apparently she's, she spoke negatively about the about the original snow whites mm. and it's just kind of like you know We, I feel like we are living in a world and in a society that is full of so many greys mm. and people are just trying to make everything very, black very simple and black and white when it's that's not the case. No. Like, she can talk smack about the original Snow White um, movie. Mm-hmm. And still wants to be in the new Snow White movie. Mm-hmm. Like... We've all we all grew up on Snow White. We can look we can look at the Snow White's um original animation and be like, nah, this shit is hella problematic. <laughs> right? And just because she's starring in the remake, why can't she say that nah this shit is hella problematic? Because that, that is what she did. Yes. Like why are you so beater? Oh, and like the way that people are just moving mad on the internet. I'm just... and, and and then when she um she she spoke about the writers and actors strike and people tried to come for her for that as well. But did she say anything bad? No. I thought it wasn't her that said anything. I thought it was her other co-star or something like that. Gal Gadot. That's the one. We don't talk about her. Mm. Um, but also, like, like leave this... Rachel alone. But okay? also on this topic as well, I think. 
I'm kind of tired of Disney just like beating movie remakes to an actual hammer because like in addition to that as well they said Disney's live action Bambi remake will be a modernized retelling I think it'll be able to bring <laughs> oh god I can't even take this quite seriously I think that will be able to bring to what life kids these days in the way that maybe they will be able to relate more to the service of the original. How much more do they need to relate to? Their mother died. <laughs> Bambi's mother died. So there's somebody who I've been following for years called Matt Dozer and his tweet to that goes, <laughs> how the hell are we modernizing woodland creatures? Is Bambi's mom going to get killed by a Tesla drug? Like, like, the, the only way they can modernize it is has already been done mm. there was like that movie in the 80s that was very very propaganda for green um yeah fern gully mm. that's already modern we, we don't we don't we don't need to remake bambi but i know why they're doing it mm. but well um, i swear <laughs> wait hold on i just had to bring that i swear if you give Bambi facial expressions, if you give that, if you give that woodland creature facial expressions, is he gonna talk as well? Me and you, we're gonna enter the same trouser because I can't. I, I don't. I don't need the nightmares. I don't need the nightmares. Like we'll enter the same trouser. I'll, 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 I'll forge you like a and Q chair. Because honestly, it's either gonna be like cats or the Lion King. I don't. Either way, it's not good. Like, no. unless they're gonna do like a David Hasenbrook documentary kind of thing. But also, that's the other thing as well. Like, a live remake with animals. Like, can we please just stop? And please. like, how are you going to live remake? Because it's going to be animation. <laughs> It's not live action. No. It's pretending to be live action. Hmm. CGI is not live action. And we've discussed this. And again, once again, just because you are capable of doing something doesn't mean that you should do it. Amen. And that is something as a society we need to remember. Just because we have the technology to do things doesn't, doesn't mean... mean we should do it. I've seen Terminator. I've seen all these different movies. I've seen iRobot as well. Mm-hmm. Sometimes technology can go too far. Sometimes we don't. We don't. We don't need to know. We don't need to experience. Yes. Like if Bambi comes out, <laughs> you, you know what? The only live action remake I want to see is Bambi's Revenge, <laughs> where Bambi comes out of a machine gun and shoots something like whoever killed it. Like, because <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't understand what you're doing. <laughs> I cannot. Wait. No, but I don't, I don't understand what we're remaking. Let's do Bambi's Revenge. It's like, yeah, sayonara, motherfuckers. <laughs> no, Bambi meets Terminator. Yeah. Like, let, let's let, let's do proper remakes. Like, because if you're going to do a remake, you need to keep Beyonce in mind. Because when Beyonce remixes her songs, huh? it's a whole new production. Other people just add a rapper to their song and it's like, oh, yeah, it's a remix. No. Like, if you compare, like, Cuff It, oh. original, and Cuff It remix, mm. two different things, okay? Mm. Can so, you imagine if Lin-Manuel Miranda gets involved in... <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Lord of mercy. 
Bambi be like, yo, you were erased from my, you, you, you were erased from my life, mama. <laughs> mama, can't find you no more, mama. You dead now, mama. Mama, mama, mama. <laughs> I I I am I am no like no 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 or maybe they'll do like a sixty musical for five more minutes. <laughs> oh shit! You dead, mom. <laughs> oh, you know I haven't seen Bambi in years. I do often not. I don't think I'm gonna see. I'm gonna probably see the trailer, and then I'll be like, "No, nah, this is traumatizing." I don't even care. <laughs> no, and then all of a sudden you see Bambi rapping. You just <laughs> if Bambi starts rapping and has facial features, me and you Disney, we're gonna me and me and Disney are gonna enter the same trouser because there's some things that aren't acceptable. Hmm. Anyway. Anyway, anyway. So that comes to the end of the episode. That is the end of the episode. Where can people find us? Walter Disney. Hey. Hey. Okay. So where can people find you? Um, I'm at TKOKI or KayodeOki.com. Oh, you're giving out your email address. Ooh. There's my email on my website. Oh, wait, you've got a website. Oh, yeah, you've got a website now. Yeah. I've had one for like two years. I just don't use it. I thought you updated it recently. No, I want someone else to update it for me. Oh, okay. Because I just don't want to. Okay. Anyways, that's where you can find you. And you can find me at Poku Bakes on all social media. Um, you, We've also got an Instagram page, Dream Bros, which you can find on... Instagram. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think that is the end of the episode. I, I need to grab do, the water. We should do something mean. What movie are we watching next? Let's say now, so we can't back out of it. Oh God! Okay. Uh, well, next week is our tenth episode. Is it? Yeah. Okay. So I think that we should watch something oldie, and I generally think we should watch Oklahoma. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 down with that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Oklahoma. Yeah, and I think it could be a really good opportunity for you to talk about the production you saw again and on, dizzy. and on that note we're gonna end bye. Right. bye 